Hey folks, welcome to another fun-packed episode of Seishura. As always, I'm Scoot Magoo. I'm Jim Jam. And as you could probably tell, uh, we're in the flesh today. We, uh, we, 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 we took off our lizard... Our lizard costumes. Yes, we're, we're, lit- we're literally, we're literally in the literally flesh. In the flesh. Uh, yeah. And if you have followed the podcast, you know that that means we went to Bull Moose. We did another run. We have some... <laughs> we, we did another BM. <laughs> we, did, we did another BM. Um, and it was funny. We were talking about every time I look up Bull Moose, the first thing I see is uh, a Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> like the first thing I think of is Bell <laughs> But we, we were raised very differently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I guess without further ado, we're going to go into our picks. Uh, I, personally, I, I found a lot of stuff in the metal section, so I... I, I was so disappointed yeah. this week, honestly. I, I don't know if you noticed that, like, it felt like they got rid of, like, a quarter of, like, everything that was in the store. Everything, yeah. I mean, I think you mentioned that because of COVID, probably fewer and fewer people were bringing stuff in. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. But, yeah, yeah but every, every section was very... Very tight, you know, lots, lots smaller like than usual. Loose. Yeah, That's yeah. The, like the jazz section in particular. Usually, it's just like jazz wall section to was wall. empty. Yeah, that was yeah. that was weird. Yeah, and like I don't know, it was like, like I was looking for like even like I always look for like Herbie Hancock and like that type of stuff. There was like no good Herbie Hancock albums. Like there's always like something there. Yeah, but all they had was just like compilations and like whatever new bullshit he's weird. doing. I don't. Know, it's, it, I don't, there was some stuff that I really thought would be there. Like, uh, like I was looking for a, for a Salt and Pepper album, actually, <laughs> uh, because I I don't know if I've said it here, but I I'm like obsessed with the song "What a Man" by Salt and Pepper. <laughs> like, I think it is just like, it is just like the nicest hip hop song ever <laughs> created because it's just all about just like wholesome hip hop. Yeah, well, it's Love just it. like a guy being nice, and it's like you know, it's not about like political rage or like beating some hoe's face in or something <laughs> horrible like that. It's just like, oh, the guy I'm with is fucking great. <laughs> like, so I really wanted to get that album, but like, no, they they they, they had nothing, and it's like, how do you not have salt and pepper? Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Well, it was funny because I, I was really looking forward to, um, I ordered, later in in February we'll be doing another book review, and I was ordering that, mm. that book, you know, TBD, and I looked up Aesop Rock Skeleton because I really want it, and I'm pretty sure I experienced trying to buy an album online that had just been bought in the store. Because it said it was available in Salem. And I was like, awesome. And I was going to grab it. And then when I tried to do it, it was like, oh, sorry, that's out of stock now. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Every time I go, I want to get you that album. Really, I was looking for uh, uh, the latest ASAP album. They had nothing. Yeah, they had a, like, fast, they had one of the, that, like. The, yeah, they, they yeah. had a really weird, like, compilation yeah. thing, which it was, like, really cheap. It looked kind of cool because it was, like, a book and everything. So yeah. I was like, this kind of looks cool, but no. Yeah. No. But did not turn out. So uh, at some point, I'll get Scalafon. Like yeah, you, I'm, you I'm really so I'm so sad. I sold my. You know, I went Why through. Did that. you sell it? Because I went through that weird phase where I thought my taste was going in one direction, and then it just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I there there were a lot of times. You know, back in the in the early days of because I I, I describe most of my taste now as like post core. Like, when I finally decided that, like, I don't really like deathcore and metalcore anymore, or, like, that type so you're, of... You're, you're postcore, which I, is... I'm postcore. You're just all suffixes now? I... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, I guess prefixes. Prefixes and suffixes. I didn't um, at one point we make a joke that, like, yeah. what if someone tried to come up with, like, proto-postcore? Yeah, we, 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 that was that really dumb episode I came up with. We, we did making up genres. Yeah. Yeah. I love, yeah pr- pr- proto-postcore. Proto-postcore, yeah. Otherwise known as current-core, like, current-core. <laughs> um, Present-core. Present-core. Um, okay. Let's yeah, just... so, yeah, why don't, why don't you, uh, yeah. why don't you go first? Let us see. I can already see my first one. Uh, Arca, Zen. Ooh, by Arca. Nice. Yeah. I um I actually didn't even expect to get this. Uh, it was just uh, it was there. I was looking. I was hoping it was there when I saw the Arca section. Yeah. And what do you know? And uh, this is something. I mean, I I listened to this thing long time ago. Like probably with like the year it came out and like loved it. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I I, I think he came out with what Mutant. Mutant was after that, and then yeah. self-titled, and then this newest one, which I don't remember the name of. Oh, Kick Eye, yeah. Kick One, or something. 
That's what happens when you name your stuff really, really, <laughs> really bizarrely. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to remember. Uh, I mean, Ark has had a pretty bizarre career thus yeah. far. Um, and as is the case with all his stuff, it's a very memorable album cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Just, like, is it... It, 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 it kind of... It, it's, it's like a cross between, like, an, like, FKA Twigs album cover and, like, something... Like some sort of like hentai Patreon. <laughs> that's a that's a very colorful way to put it, but I I, I, I could I agree. Yeah, it's oh man, it's a little weird, but um, that's awesome. I, I I'm really glad because I, I I love just like that like abstract yeah. electronic type yeah. of sound. No, yeah. especially with just all of, all of this modular exactly. stuff going on, it gets more and more interesting. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Um, so like I was saying, I I, I hit my quota. Early on, I just went through the metal section, looked at my, you know, my picks. I was like, I, I think I might be done. So <laughs> I, I might be done with metal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna go from the top. The first one, uh, Anal Nathrak. Uh, you actually, I, es- Eschaton. What? Um, I what? have not liked their their newer stuff, but um, I didn't think you liked them at all. Uh, I think the the more they progress with their career and the cleaner their production became i think it revealed some issues with their songwriting but the earlier stuff that's a bit rough around the edges and it really brings out the grittiness because obviously their their drums are programmed and so when it's really polished it, it <sighs> fuck i should have gotten some agorgon garfog nosebleed yeah um <laughs> but yeah like I, I i like the idea of an on an rock i also love saying their name um, yeah but yeah like the Pre like 2010, I think this came out in 2006. Definitely that, like the raw rawness that they bring. Cause it's like a mix of, um, like grindcore and black metal and industrial. And I think the cleaner you make it, the more it sounds, you know, a little bit too squeaky clean, a little bit too. Cause like as I've described, it, I think I reviewed one of their newer albums a while back, and it was almost like they were just pressing the blast beat button. Like it just uh, yeah. like it, it just it doesn't become like it's not as impressive like half the fun of listening to blast beats is like it's really cool that someone's doing that but if you literally just like like insert blast beat here I don't know it just it kind of mutes it for me a little bit yeah um, see I I've thought about that type of mindset because like with generative music that's kind of like a big criticism of it is that it's like oh you're not doing anything but it's like somebody has to program that in the first place sure so it's like if if you want to kind of move logic a little bit like and sort of leap to a different situation um you know like our composers less of you know less than musicians because they write their music but not necessarily play it hmm. you know and i'm not saying that there's a right answer or that you are presuming any of this it's just you know it's just, it's something interesting to think about. yeah i mean I th- in this case i think it also doesn't help that a lot of their songs like started with the same like drum fill and like da 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 and then finally like release it like it just it was structured in the same way and it felt like it had the same intro and then just like now here come the blast beats so yeah but I, you know it's funny I, when I I was looking through the metal section and I saw the anal mouth rock section and I'm like man I could get something and really piss Scott off <laughs> no like and I'm glad because usually I've seen all their um like their newer stuff and the newer stuff I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of but yeah like, I'm I definitely. Um, you, you you fuck with the old stuff. I do. I I'm a I'm a hipster for an all math rock, uh, <laughs> but and also like they and Martin guitars. <laughs> they, they seem to really get like too tryhardy. Like especially the album cover for their their newest album. I don't think I've seen it. It's uh it's like a pig head with two dicks coming out of the eyes, <laughs> and it's just like okay. I I I, <laughs> I I think I would like that if I saw it. <laughs> oh man. I I mean see. When you bring up pig head, I, I just think of the pig head from uh, Closer, the Closer video. Oh, yeah. One just like on, on like the machine just spins around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Board to Canada. Geo, Geo Gaddy. Nice. Geo, yeah. That's how you spell it. I, I always thought it was Geo Daddy. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to this for years, but, uh, you know, just looking for some instrumental-ish type of electronic music. Yeah, you know, Boris is great. Yeah, I I remember listening to this and just loving it, and uh, I already have music as the right to children, mm-hmm. um, which I still like. You know, I just haven't listened to it. I've, I've been more into just like stuff that's like been completely instrumental and like more like formless ambient mm-hmm. type of music. So um, no, this, this this will be cool. I saw this and I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Um, next. Ooh. I can get the receipt off. Uh, Beyond Creation. 
with Aura, or the Aura. Um, just really, really nice Canadian tech death, progressive death metal. Uh, I remember, I mean, I've listened to these guys not a ton, but they're you know, well-regarded in the modern tech death scene. Uh, this album in particular was you know pretty well um, well acclaimed when it came out, and I, I, I think the theme I was in the mood for for fast today. <laughs> like like a, a lot of stuff I got is is a full of blast beats. So uh, I think it's because the my last few music calls I've gotten a lot of like indie rock and like slower folksy <laughs> stuff. You need to make up. So, yeah, so now I'm balancing it out. Um, so and I'm sure like <laughs> you're, you're trading in the pretension for aggression. Yeah, exactly. And you know it, it it'll come. It'll come full circle. Like the next time I go shopping, I'll be like, "Man, I need to sl- I need to chill out. I need to slow down." Um, I for some reason that album cover looked a lot like um, the cover for No New York. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, just yeah, like 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 color uh, scheme kind of. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I I would cool. love to get that. If if that thing wasn't so expensive, I would buy that like without a doubt. Such a great compilation. Um, nice. Let's see. What is this? Oh, this is something I've been meaning to get for years now. Ooh, yeah, Adve- oh, that, yeah, I'll, I'll it, let you. It, song is by Ohm, which they're like a well, like a kind of like a side project to sleep. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah it, it, they're they're great. I mean, yeah. very like like a spiritual like trippy drone yeah kind of type stuff. I, I remember when you bought this in college when we were in college and like. I listened to that thing so many times. It's such a cool record. Yeah, I'm it, really, I'm really sad they haven't released. It. I mean, that came out like eight, was, eight, nine years ago yeah, at this point. Yeah, let's see, uh, 2012. Yeah, yeah so, so it's been nine years. Yeah, and I, I don't. I mean, they've been touring. Obviously, not currently, but they they yeah. were touring, but just not releasing anything new. So yeah, it just yeah, I, I you know, it, it's just cool to finally have this, and like I don't know, I'm just in for something a little weirder. Yeah, a little more not not the normal, but I, I, I guess that's like half of my discography yeah. here anyway um yeah no i you know it, I, it's kind of weird how I've, I've like slept on it for so long i yeah. just th- th- there are a couple of those in this because i mean the pickings were pretty slim this time around yeah it was definitely so, uh yeah it, it was weird to see like all the open, yeah. barren space and whatnot i feel like it might be time to like go to like a different one at some yeah. point i think when when, when you know well, we're crossing fingers now but when covid kind of dies down a little bit uh, go to Portsmouth or something yeah, like that. That'd be great. Yeah, something um, like that. But something that I, I love a lot about Ohm is like how much High on Fire and Ohm really diverted from Sleep. Like they yeah. took like a very different direction. <laughs> yeah, it, well, like, it was it was almost like um, it's, it's almost like one of those Pokemon evolutions that like they kind of take like one half of that design. Yeah, exactly. And just go with it. Exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm glad you got that. That's a great record. Yeah, it is. I I um, really enjoy it. It's been. Yeah, I, I just remember like that first song, the um, yeah, the, the the vocals in that are just like, whoa, so cool. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, coalesce oxyp. So this is, uh, I think this came out either like right before, or right around their last album, Ox. Which I really, I mean, first of all, I just love this cover art, and I love it. it like it, it is coalesce, right? Yeah, coalesce, yeah. and like on the on the inside when they kind of show you like the shapes that went into it. I don't know, like I, I yeah, I think that's cool. Um, but do, yeah, like do I you remember when like like there, there was definitely a time when like every other album cover had like some sort of geometric design like that. Yeah, yeah, um, it it, very genty. Yeah, exactly. even though this is not gent. No, and I I. Not a huge uh, math core is kind of hit or miss for me, and I haven't listened to their early stuff a lot. But uh, Ox, which was their last project, and this was kind of an EP in the same vein, um, it's kind of like math core, but like tighter and more restrained and more like on the noise rock and um, almost a little bit of stoner rock into the spectrum. Like it was. Uh, like uh, like every time I die almost, but like less. Weird. In a way, yeah, but like it's it just it, it, a little bit more serious, like a little bit more restrained, a lot groovier. Uh, I don't know, like I just it, it's a very interesting take on mathcore. That um, I mean, they were one of the early, along with like Cave In and Converge, they were one of the early, you know, early innovators of of that specific strain of mathcore. For some reason, I thought that they were uh, more of a contemporary band than. No, they came out around in like I think the mid. 90s. I think they released a few projects in the 90s. Took a hiatus. They released a covers album of Led Zeppelin songs for 
whatever. That, yeah, that whatever sounds reason. awesome. Yeah, um, and then they came out with this one in 2009, and then just kind of called it quits for it's it. It's funny. Like, I remember listening to Ox uh, when I, I was in Cape Cod for several... Like, I, read, I just specifically remember I had it on my iPad because I had ripped it from, from your copy. Yeah. And just listening to it, like... I always find that funny. It's just, like, how music reminds you, like, sort of brings you back to oh, a specific, certain time yeah, and place. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I can't listen to, like, uh, like How to Dress Well, like, um, What Is This Heart? Like, I, I'm, like, that is, like, permanently a winter album for me. Mm-hmm. And specifically, like, a winter driving album. <laughs> I don't know why. Just kind of is now. I think uh, the parts of the brain we process music are in the same parts we process memory. I yeah. might be making that up. I thought I read somewhere that, so maybe that's... You know, there's a really interesting book about that type of stuff. It's called, uh, I think it's like, your, this is your or Musicophilia by Oliver Sacks. Hmm. Um, I, I think I have it down in our potential to read list. Because the, there's some really interesting cases that show up. Because uh, it, it's like all case studies, I nice. guess. That sounds really cool. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, all over from Deep Cuts. Actually, I got the idea from him because he referenced it a couple times. Nice. Um, this should be as no surprise. Ride the Lightning by Metallica. It's a little um, bit of a surprise that you don't have it, but yeah, I you know we talked about this last time that I I just like I was a huge Metallica fanboy and I just never got I ever bought any of the albums. I think the only the only two albums of Metallica that I actually bought back in those that day like those days were um. Live shit, binge and purge, which is like you know, like a quad, like quadruple live album, uh, that was boring as hell. I don't think I ever listened to the entire thing all the way through. And Saint Anger, <laughs> so good picks. Uh, I do not own any of those anymore, but yeah. yeah so um, Ride the Lightning isn't my favorite out of Metallica's, like out of like that like golden age yeah. that they had. But um, yeah, I still like it. You know, I I've been really thinking about the uh, the song Fade to Black as mm-hmm. of late. Uh, maybe that's just depression for you, but but also I was like I think I was playing a little bit on, on guitar the other day, and just made me think about it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think Ride of Lightning actually might be my favorite. I mean, I haven't. I, I need to do another deep dive because I bought all four of them at once. Like one day I just went to the went to the Newbury and just bought. So uh, all just, four. just kill them all. Kill them all. Yeah, I, I didn't buy the Black album because I I don't know. I, that, Black album's good. I don't know. I I, lo- I don't think it's a bad album. Fucking just, hipster douchebag. No, they don't. It's just it's because I've heard all those songs so many times. There's there's some good deep cuts from that. Yeah. Though. Like a Wolf and Man. Like who's never like listened to that song? Or like even like Don't Tread on Me. It, even though maybe today it isn't perhaps the best <laughs> song to listen to. But uh, anyway, yeah. Just like the, there are some good deep cuts yeah. from that. I'll, I'll buy it at some point. I mean, it's yeah. not a lot like it's super difficult to find a copy yeah. of it. I uh, did you ever listen to Death Magnetic? Maybe once, but not, I don't. I don't think it, I listened to it very deeply. Because like, I still think that's a really like underrated album. Just because like so many people are just like, oh, anything from like you know, Load onwards is just like complete garbage. And it's like, <laughs> like there are actually some really good tracks scattered throughout all of those albums, except for Saint Anger. <laughs> I haven't listened to Saint Anger just because of the. At some point, I need to listen to it just to just to have said that I experienced don't, it. Don't no. It, it's it's not worth it. It's not. Is worth it, it is it really the songs or is it because I know the snare tone is what most people bring out first. You know that's not even the worst. Like people, yeah, people bring up that like production and like how there like, there aren't any solos or anything in it, and really it's not even that. It's just like, it's just so mediocre, and I think it's like you know that they're capable of so much more. Yeah, and like, what are they, what are they doing? Like, why are you? Yeah, and it, and it's it's like you know maybe it's just like, I don't know, like it, it, it's almost like you have to have like, you know, like an alcoholic has to have like a uh, really bad experience and like you know possibly like endanger their own lives <laughs> to realize that like oh I'm really fucking up and yeah. I need to change my life a little bit. Yeah, like. That was kind of saying anger for their career yeah. in a way. It was just like I need to get this out of me so I can move on. Yeah, almost. I, I don't know if I've shit, and we're a little off topic, so I'll, I'll leave it here. But yeah, I think that part of the reason that Lulu received such a bad reaction is what preceded it. I think it was, yeah. it was the fact they had such a long period where people thought they released such crap. And then Death Magnetic gave people like a slight glimmer of hope. Yeah. And then they were like, well, guess what? Now we're going to release an art rock album with Lou Reed, kind of. I, see, I think that was probably the primary reason yeah. for why it was so his. Just because Lou Reed and Metallica fans, there is not a huge, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, the, the, the Venn diagram for it's that. Very sli- yeah. It's very <laughs> tiny. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, they, I think that that's just the biggest part of it. It, yeah. it, it. I bet you if they had released it without mentioning Lou Reed in it, it probably would have maybe been a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, definitely the way that they talked about it and packaged it beforehand was a little, like... Yeah. The, they definitely they hyped it up as the super... I mean, it's... I, I think it's it's unduly hated because I, I imagine most people who are so against it haven't really listened to it because a lot of the critiques this is way off topic but a lot of the critiques of it that I've heard are kind of not like on the the second disc Metallica is like barely even like you wouldn't like James Hetfield sings a few times but other than that it's like basically a Lou Reed project with some nameless faceless metal band yeah so anyway this yeah. is a topic anyway. for another day <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of you know, I'll, I'll pick, speaking of thrash, if I can find it. Yep. Uh, I was thinking, actually thinking about this band the other day, and um, it's it, the album's green. It came out, I think, around like 2011, 2012. I forget the name of it, but I was hoping they'd have this one, but I'm glad that they had one of them. It is uh, Skeleton Witch, uh, oh. Breathing the Fire. Oh, are you talking about the one with the horns on yeah, it? Yeah, I forget what that one's oh, called. But uh, that, that was the first Skeleton Witch album I bought, and it's it has one song on it that is just, like, amazing. It's one of my favorite uh, favorite thrash songs, honestly. Just, it's so... Um, yeah, and it, it was, like, in, Indeterminal, like, Abomination or something like that. Yeah, I'll have to... Yeah. I'll look it up. But, like, I I've, I've, haven't really followed them for a while, especially after their original singer left, because my sense is that they kind of just became more of like a black metal band with their most recent project. Um, but like early Skeleton Witch is just super fun, black and thrash, super energetic, super fast. Uh, it's uh, They actually helped me because I was really anti-thrash for a long time, which I think it's just because I, I don't really know. I, they just didn't give it a chance. But they helped me appreciate it because like I came at it from the black metal angle. Mm. And so like hearing thrash, I'm like, hey, these riffs are really good. I like this really fast, aggressive, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, I have um, I think Beyond the Permafrost already. Oh, yeah. is is that the one that has that pushead cover? It's the it's the one that was draw, I think it was drawn by Baisley. The, was the, it? the Beyond the Beyond the Permafrost. I, it looks I'm, like a Baisley cover. I'm pretty sure they have like one album cover that was done by Pusshead. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'd have to, it's I definitely know. not that one. No. Um, or maybe I am mixing up with the Baisley one. I don't know. I just like it. Just I remember for some reason it reminded me a lot of Pusshead. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, but anyway, I was yeah. super super. So I was glad they you know they didn't have the exact album I was looking for, but I, I'm glad they had yeah you know, one that I was missing. So. But I, I I saw that in your bag at one point, but I thought it was uh, a Revocation album. Uh, uh, but I I need to. I really like Revocation. I need to I need to give them more of a shot. Yeah. What what was it? Was it Deathless? That one got a lot of play. Yeah, yeah. I I just I just remember the album cover for that. Yeah. And I mean I remember a lot of their album covers. They I have good. I, I like their covers. Yeah. Yeah. And they they're a cool band. I'm just like never really give them a time. I know time. it's one of those like I just I don't have a reason like I've heard them and yeah. liked them but I just never you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's see. You know what's funny is like sometimes I'll buy these and I'll just forget that like what, forget what the that you bought it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bjork debut. Nice. Um. So I don't know if you heard me saying this to the cashier. But uh, I have pretty much looked at this thing every time we've gone to Bonus and never bought it. Uh, and just finally just decided. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, slim pickings. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I really haven't listened to this a ton. I think I've listened to like maybe once. And that was like a long time ago. Uh, but, I mean, Human Behavior. I, I, I would buy this album just for Human Behavior. Yeah. So that's fine with me. Um, and I mean, I don't, can't really think of any other Bjork albums that really, I mean, Biophilia, I want to try out at some point. Volnacura would be nice. Yeah. But, um, I heard like, what's, I think it's Volta. Volta is supposed to be like her worst album. <laughs> but then again, it, I don't know if it could be worse than Utopia. So that, oh yeah. <laughs> I was, I was so relieved when like we were setting up for that episode and I got like, sometimes when we or just warming up, I get a sense of where you are on an album before we start talking about it. And yeah. when I got the sense you didn't like it, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, I really did not like it. Yeah. I was so disappointed. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because I, I, I had a tool uh, at Letter Alice on yeah. yesterday, and I'm like, man, like, that new tool album is 
probably the most disappointing album of the last decade. Like, I was by far. But I think it, it was but, just... But, like, Utopia is very much in that yeah. mix. And it's just, like, you know that they're a good artist. And it's just, like, it, it's more just, like, so... It's it's so lackluster. It's not yeah. necessarily bad as much as it's just lackluster. And it's weird because I feel like they didn't even shoot themselves. Like, they didn't even have a Chinese democracy moment because everyone loved it. Or, like, it got, like, universal yeah. acclaim. And it's, like... I didn't... It wasn't bad. It was, like, this is... I feel like this wasn't worth the This is just 10,000 Days Part 2. Yeah, exactly. And 10,000 Days was just Lateralis Part 2. So, so it's, it's, You know, like, but, but that being said, I love 10,000 Days. Like, yeah. that was actually my first Tool album. That's uh, great. I love Vicarious is one of, is such yeah, a good... The yeah, plot. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but even, like, yeah. Wings for Marie is a really interesting yeah. little place. And, like, the second half of it is... is I really haven't explored it a ton. I just remember I would always listen to like you know the pot. That, that, that's such a great areas. run. That like such a great three. Like if they released yeah. that just as an EP, it'd still be would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, tools good. Tool's yeah, good. yeah. Um, is this the one? Oh no, like I I, I know this one. There's one that's uh, a blind purchase. That I'm looking forward to talking about, but uh, Cephalic Carnage, uh, oh. misled by certainty, which is such a metal album. <laughs> um, yeah, these guys are like a tech. Death grind, um, kind of a little bit leaner. Like I think in the vein uh, of of like a like a beneath the massacre, but a little okay. bit a little bit less less brutal, like a little bit more tight and and tacky. Um, yeah, I mean th- this was really cheap, and again I was in the mood for fast and heavy, and by by God I got some fast and heavy. I remember this being um, this is kind of a weird story, but like one of my friends in high school, his mom worked at. Um, Barnes and Noble, and when they would shuffle out the magazines, they at, at one point they I think they stopped circulating a certain metal magazine, and that that issue that month came with like a compilation of current metal artists, and he was like, "Do you want it?" Because they're literally just gonna throw it out. I'm like, "Sure," and like that's how I discovered Whitechapel, Suicide Silence, Cephalic uh, Carnage. Um, and there was a few, there was a few other bands I'm I'm forgetting now. Was it like, Revolver? It might have been. I think it I think it was specifically a label sample. I think they were all. It was either. It might have been Metal Blade. Well, I'm trying to think of like because there were a couple of those magazines. Because do you remember the Flexi Discs that would? Oh, come from out? Decibel, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it was Decibel. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a CD that just had. I think they might have partnered with a specific label, but I remember Cephal Carnage being on there, and also uh, Brain Drill. Oh my god, Brain Drill, which is like the, I remember Brain Drill. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, I, I, artificial brain. I'm thinking of artificial brain. Brain drill was like the name of the song was Swine Slaughter, and it was just like the most ridiculous, over the top. Why like, is it? Okay, I, why do metal bands like it, it's either you're killing people or you're killing pigs? I don't know. That's a great question. Because like it, you rarely see someone being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take like the hippopotamus and just gank them, like you know, <laughs> like. But uh, but the, the thought I was thinking earlier was that I like when's the last time you've updated your discogs? Oh god, I don't. I, don't I, I feel like it'd be a nightmare to update right now for yeah. you. But um, I might have to. Honestly, I might just have to start over again. Yeah, like, I feel like it would be like so. It would take more time to try to like sort out what I've already scanned in than to Dude, just like start. If from you pay me fifty bucks, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. <laughs> we, we, I, might, we might revisit that conversation. No, I, seriously, I, I love doing that stuff, like cataloging stuff yeah. like that. They, they, that's like me all the way. Um, but. I, because I, I really want to see, like, the distribution of metal, sort of, yeah. in everything. Because, like, I'm wondering, like, how, like, how much of a majority it would be. Because, I mean, it's definitely a majority, but, like... Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, like, I, I don't know anymore. Like, I just... I don't know, I feel like it's something like 35%. Or, you know, just... Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it's um, it's definitely a plurality. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, it's definitely... Um, I don't know, like, like there's something about... There's something about like having like the packaging. Like I love, yeah. you know, I love like if, at one point I thought I was gonna stop buying band tees and like start like diversifying my wardrobe. But like I just I prefer metal tees. Like whenever I would look at other bands, like I was thinking about buying a Mountain Goats t- t-shirt and I looked at all their designs. I'm like these are super corny. <laughs> like I just want like blood and guts and like 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 a, a, a really and also metal band logos are awesome. So. Yeah, like like they're like unreadable. And yeah, it's like, like it, fun. If I, if I want to have a like a, a a band shirt, I want it to like look cool. I don't I, know. Yeah, I've been thinking about band shirts too, as of late. But more just in like, you know, it's really tempted to going at like a Radiohead T-shirt or something like that. But yeah. I'm like I, I feel like nowadays. If I'm gonna be buying like a band T-shirt, I want it to be a band that like 
actually needs the money yeah. that you know I would spend on it in a way. Yeah. But, but well, yeah, I think Raiderheads pro- okay. probably doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, but like you know, just like I think it'd be cool to like sort of show support for a band, smaller band. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I totally, totally know what yeah. you're saying. Absolutely. Um, I I just can't really think of any at at this point in time that would really like need that or at least you know like I guess Barshasketh like but like I like. They had this one really cool T-shirt that was from uh, one of their, that was one of their album covers, but it's like out of print. And yeah. Like, I, like if they did another run of that, I would buy that in a second. Yeah. E- even if it shipped from Scotland. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, what is this? Oh, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Nice. Yeah. I I mean I was surprised to find this there, but um oh it's an enhanced CD too. We were talking about this. Yeah, earlier. we were. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I was. I think the last time we were at Bullmoose, I saw a bunch of Iron Maiden albums that, uh, like, Peace of Mind, for example, that, like, I was like, man, I used to own this, I don't own it anymore, and I really want it. I just didn't, I decided against it, and I just, you know, saw this. It was the only used Iron Maiden album there. For some reason, they were really low on Iron Maiden, which is I know, usually they just have, like, a a ton. Yeah. Um, You know, so it's, you know... It's definitely not my favorite Maiden album, but man, there's some, some of their best songs. It, yeah, it yeah. really is. But I mean, Se- Seventh Son of a Seventh Son is still my my absolute favorite. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, but it's it's really cool to have this song, even though um, but I think Gangland is probably like my least favorite Iron Maiden song. Um, maybe because it's you know, Dead Man Tell No Tales. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, man. yeah, I I that's just. I love this. The album cover is so cool. It's, it's such an iconic, just, classic album. Yeah, yeah, I just, like, I always thought it funny it was, like, how obsessed people were with, like, the Satan on the cover. Because, like, the, the, that was a big part of the Satanic Panic was, like, this album cover. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I I was always drawn to Eddie on this yeah. thing. Because, like, he's he's controlling Satan. Yeah, exactly. Like, but just, like, the fire in his eyes and everything. It's just, yeah, like, exactly. oh, I loved it. Yeah. I also love how that's, like the least threatening Satan. Like, that's, like, the goofiest. Oh, yeah, it, 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 it looks like a Satan that would show up on a hot sauce Exactly. It's, it's, like, it's, like, really, like, that's that's what's sending you into a panic? Like, okay. I, I think American Dad had something, like, it was, like, Dr. Doctor Fart Blast or something like that. <laughs> Dr. Butt Blast uh, yeah. hot sauce. That's really funny. It really does look like it. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. Um, uh, oh, we, we need Iron Maiden hot sauce now. I mean, I, everybody's coming out with beer and hot sauce, so. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Iron Man has a beer, so... I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. So why not hot sauce? Why not hot sauce? Uh, This was uh, my blind purchase. It is uh, Fair to Midland. Uh, Fables from a Mayfly, What I Tell You Three Times is True. Um, So I don't... Let let me see this. I don't know much about this band other than they... There's one album in particular that came out in, like, the 2010s that... This has to be indie rock, right? Yeah, well, (laughs) it's, like, a specific part of the prog rock scene that was like indie rock art rock like all like it was kind of like a popular take on prog rock and prog okay. metal um and honestly the, this gave me major neutral milk hotel vibes the artwork oh yes. yeah, yeah. That, that, that's so, why. and i looked it up and this is their highest rated album and like i don't know everything about it just kind of looked cool it was it was pretty it was where pretty you, cheap were you just looking around it was in the metal section so i'm i'm so is it a metal album i'm very curious to see how metallic it is like i don't yeah. know if it's just kind of like the overarching you know prog metal label where it's like kind of i kind of want to hear an indie rock take on metal now yeah like i can't i'm not as i wasn't really invested in that scene but it was definitely like a wave of artists in like the 2010s oh, like, that, like deer hunter kind of uh kind of i mean not d-a-r not not the deer hunter no wait but which one did the color project Oh, that, that, that's the deer hunter. Okay. So, yeah, like I, 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 my sense is that they're maybe like a, a heavier deer hunter or like a less heavy, um, like less heavy version of like, between the barrier meets proggier okay. side. So, because as much as I've been critical between the barrier meet, I think some of their, like, kind of melodic spacey prog sections are kind of cool. It's just yeah. everything else around it that I don't really <laughs> like. Um, like, actually, there was a copy of The Great Misdirect there that was pretty cheap, and I was really considering getting it just because I I just feel like there's, every time I listen to Between the Barrier to Me, there's so much promise, but then 
I'm always reminded why I, I haven't taken the lead. <laughs> it's, it's it's like masochism with you, isn't it? <laughs> Between because the Barry to me, there's so you many, just keep coming back from. It's more. kind of it's kind of the same thing with Neurosis. Like I feel like they're a band I should like, but every time I listen to them, I'm just and that's why like I still haven't sold the CDs I yeah, bought. But like, Given to the Rising is actually like an okay album. I, I genuinely like Given to the Rising. I have a few a few of their other albums I bought back in the day that I haven't sold because I'm like I I just feel like someday it'll click for me and it. It never has, and yeah. I don't know if it ever will, but I'm like, I don't know, like, I just, I uh, want it to. That just brings me back to our Neurosis episode. Yeah. Because I remember listening to, and again, we, we go back to music memories, that, like, I was sitting in a park in, in New York and just listening to this album. It, it was just, like, yeah, it was, that was a fun time. Um, let's see. This is, oh, Blood Incantation, uh, in the history of the human race. Nice. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I I wish I didn't have to pay full price for it, but I really wanted to get some death metal. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, this is one of the best death metal albums of, like, you know, the last few years. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. I I really want to get Star Spawn at some point, too, but um, this is still really good. So, yeah. Yeah. Super, super good album. My only complaint about that is I wish it was longer, but I always, yeah. feel, like, I always feel like that's a... That's a tough complaint. Is like I, I'm going to criticize this album because I want more of it. Like I don't yeah. know. Like it's just, but it, I mean the death metal that is there is great. Oh like, yeah. There's such a. Th- there's some bands that are super hyped up in the metal community that I just don't get. But like from the moment I heard, uh, it was actually Sarpspawn was the first. Yeah. And when I listened, I was like, fuck, this is yeah, this is so good. I, I I love how they like, are still doing like that. I mean I don't want to say standard death metal formula, but like. They're kind of doing that, but, like, I love how they have, like, these just, like, 16-minute songs. Yeah. You know, instead of, like, you know, Cannibal Corpse doing, like, two to three-minute songs, like, yeah. for an entire album, for an entire career. Well, um, they really are the ACDC of death metal. Oh, my God, they are. Shit. Except ACDC never showed up in Ace Ventura, and I count that against ACDC every time now. Did you... <laughs> that just reminds me, did you watch the latest Why You Know Review with Fantano? What, uh, I, think, I think it dropped either... Like late last night or whatever. Oh no, I haven't. Yeah, he yeah. talks about the new ACDC album. And it's like, yeah, like it sounds like an ACDC album, and then he like mimes like the typical. He just like makes up like a guitar riff on the fly, and I'm like, wow, yeah. that, that's AC. yeah, <laughs> you you got it. That's why like when it landed on if the, you want blood, you got it. <laughs> that's like when it la- it landed on some. I think it landed on Rolling Stones top albums list. I'm what? Like, I'm like how? Like I don't I don't have a problem. I, I remember back in the... Do you remember? Because So their last album was Black Ice. Yeah. And that was like 2008 or so. I specifically remember when that came out that like people like really liked it. I'm like... It's so it, weird. It, it, I mean, I, I, I was all up for ACC at that time. Yeah. So... But know. like, one of the, I think the first album I ever had... The first album I ever bought was Meteora by Linkin Park. The first album I ever had, yeah. my friend gave me his copy of ACDC Live because his grandmother told him it was satanic. <laughs> so I, I love that story. And so I listened to the hell out of that. And they're such a good band, but I don't... At this point in their career, how can you say they're a top album? They literally... Like, it's not even a yeah. joke. They really have produced incredibly I, similar music their entire career. I, I wonder if it's more of like a legacy thing. Like, it's sort of like yeah. how, like, Beck got, like, a Grammy, you know? It's like, okay, Uncle Angus, let's... You know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you home. Oh, oh that, man. That... <laughs> I'm just thinking, because, like, didn't... um Didn't Malcolm Young like pass away from problems with alzheimer's i think he did yeah yeah it might have, it might have been in inadvertently off-color joke so <laughs> yeah sorry everyone it, it's okay i mean the, the thing is like if if you're gonna go on stage dressed like a schoolboy, even though you're in like your 50s and 60s like i i, I feel like you 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 earn a little bit of criticism <laughs> yeah, like mean, like it was funny it was funny in your heyday but now it's like really let's let's <laughs> I see. I never even thought it was funny. I just thought it was cool back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like everyone. Everyone has their shtick, and there's certainly crazier and weirder outfits in rock. As you have so. Meteor as your first album, man. That is that is a good first album. I, I remember I was I was at Target with my mom, and I was like, "Can I get this?" And she was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And so I, I bought it with my own money, and I was really proud. And she she likes Linkin Park too. For her, it's like it's like just. Um, it's, it's, it's like just edgy enough. Like, it, like the, she's like, there's just enough screaming and just enough rapping, or I guess like not too much, like however you want to phrase it. Like there's just enough of those where it doesn't bother her, and to her she actually likes it. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, no, I, I like I don't think Linkin Park's a bad band. I mean, no, people, not at all. Shit on them a lot, but like I stand by Meteora. I think it's a good no. album. Same thing with even um, 
their later stuff. I can't remember the the that 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 one like the uh, the really pretentious like concept album that they did. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I I actually really like it. So <laughs> I remember she said the most mom thing ever is she loves that song Shadow of the Day. <laughs> what is it like minutes to minutes? Yeah, it's yeah. minutes to minutes. Um, but she's like, I love that. Oh, song. a thousand suns. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I love that uh, that song. But like in the music video, he just has so many tattoos. <laughs> and like, she was like, I just, why does he have to? Why does he have to do that? And I was like, You're so, that's such a mom thing to say. Because <laughs> like in the music video, they're they're on a spaceship and he's like in his boxers at one point and he is he is yeah oh yeah, yeah. he's all tatted yeah, out man but yeah I was like wow that's such a such a I, whenever somebody brings up like musicians with like too many tattoos my mind immediately goes to Jacob Bannon's throat tattoo <laughs> that just is so I mean I think any tattoo I would I would think was painful but like on your fucking throat yeah like, ugh. yeah no, no thanks uh, speaking of uh I don't have a segue um <laughs> <laughs> speaking Liber- of segue yeah speaking of segue segue uh libertier better to die on your feet than to live on your knees um so this this is a one-man project he was in there's a great death grind project called cretin i think he was in oh it, th- that's really funny because i actually sold my cretin album oh really <laughs> today i have which one uh freakery is that the oh that was their fro it's not the one with the orange cover no yeah i have the one with the orange cover they think they released when they they got back together a few years ago. Um, I, I actually have never... I I think I've listened to it once, and I, again, just want something fast. Um, this basically is like anarchy, protest-themed grindcore. I think there's some longer tracks that lean on like like folk punk and like just like more like some... Okay. Yeah, so like there's, there's some kind of weird ideas, but at its core, it's just a really pissed off like... Um, protest-oriented grindcore album, and I'll take it. Um, I don't know, like, just... It's... I like... I like the idea of grindcore, but I... I appreciate that this album... I remember there were, like, a few songs on it that took some kind of Converge-esque diversions, you know, like, like on the latter half of Converge albums, they have those slower... Mm -hmm. Like, like this, there's definitely some stuff to break up the you know just the minute-long onslaughts because i've talked about a million times before that grindcore albums to me sometimes feel really long just because it's so many ideas you're peppered by so many unique ideas but is it dense is is perhaps the best description for that Mm -hmm. because you know just you're just packing a lot into a very small package exactly um but yeah i I think uh i don't know and, and just like i guess i really Maybe there's like some pissed off anger I want to let out because I got a lot of like fast angry music, but um, <laughs> there's just there's you some... can't tell me what to do, mom. I, I live know. on my own now with my wife. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but yeah, I'm really uh, really looking forward to to listening to this again. I mean, it's been a long. I remember listening to it when it first came out, and I really liked it, but I haven't listened to it. So it's been like nine years. You know, honestly, like that album cover looks like it should be like you know more of like a like a folktronica yeah. almost type of thing like it, it just look does not look metal to me but yeah i you know i i think after sunbather that can be anything <laughs> exactly metal can be anything metal. um michael jackson off the wall nice uh yeah I, I mean this thing was four bucks so i'm like why not yeah um you know what's really weird is that they did not have a copy of thriller used really? or new and it's like the best-selling album of all time you don't have it they don't have it <laughs> That's like, weird. Actually, I don't think it is anymore. I think like the Eagles like uh, re- yeah. re-upped it like a few years ago. It's like it's not even like an Eagles album. I think it's like Eagles greatest hits. Yeah, it is Eagles greatest. You know, sad like as human like as humanity or like as a country, our best selling album is the. Is no, that's not the best album of the country. It's like the best selling album of all time, like in for, the history of the world. Like yeah, I, I think good, so. Good job, world. <laughs> we really <laughs> fucked up there. <laughs> Uh, I always think, uh, do you, um, you've watched Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. So they, whenever they talk about like, uh, Eagles versus Credence, yeah. I, I would actually rather listen to the Eagles. Oh, than, really? Than listen to Credence. Like I dislike Credence that much that I, I would rather listen to the Eagles. To, so. to be fair, like I haven't listened to a ton of, like, I just, I don't really like Hotel California. Like I don't really. So Hotel California was the first mp3 like it was the first song i put on my mp3 player really and i got it in like seventh grade so you have some nostalgia there yes <laughs> yes I, and no <laughs> I, I guess I, I i can't say i really want to listen to the eagles anymore yeah. um 
hot but, take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but I'm I'm not gonna like turn it off immediately if yeah. it comes on. Uh, but but I, off the wall, like I don't know, I I have bad, which I I still think is is probably my favorite Michael Jackson album. But uh, off the wall is is probably the second because uh, there's just there's a really fun like like working day and night is actually a lot of fun. Uh, Rock with you is probably the um, hit of this thing, but and I'm hoping that this isn't the one. This isn't like because this could be that remake that or that remaster that has like that interview that goes on for like ever. Didn't you have a copy of that? Of I, might, I that, might have. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm hoping it's not this one. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's only four bucks, so I guess that's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, worst case, you just skip over it or you just eject the CD yeah. when, when it's time. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Right. Uh, so finally, uh, last one, uh, Observant by Psychroptic. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I saw you had a Psychroptic album in, in your bag, and I, 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 I you actually inspired me to go and look in Psychroptic to see if there was anything else, because uh, As the Kingdom Drowns is... A genuinely good album. Yeah, and, am, and but my my biggest issue with I always loved uh, Psychroptic musically. Uh, I don't love his vocals. It's not my. I, I like the you know deeper, more you know toilable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and his his a little bit more higher pitch, a little bit more yell yelly. Um, but it's grown on me, and I just can't. I mean, it's just really fast, tight tech death. Um, I, I think from like New Zealand, from Tasmania. Actually. Yeah, okay. yeah, which is which is a, a fun. Uh, fun little fact that you yeah, can just put little, in yeah, your pocket. Exactly, and there is—it's just like a delight. So, maybe, oh, there's a DVD which I don't know if I'll be partaking in. Do, do you? This is years ago now. Do you, do you remember when we watched? Um, there was that Deftones uh, B-sides album that had like a DVD. Yes. With the, we, we, we watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I specifically remember that. That was funny. It's just like why. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I, th- I specifically remember there was one that was just like an acoustic version of some song. So it was just Chino with like an acoustic guitar. <laughs> and it's like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this This is, I, I love this album in particular. I think I have another Psychroptic album. Uh, I think it's like the Scepter of Ancients or something like that. They have very... Um, very metal names. Yeah, very metal names. Uh, but I, I love this. Like just right out of the gate. Um, the title track is just super fast, um, and I, I love the album cover. It's yeah, just, it's, so, I, I, it's super I, cool. Their logo is probably one of my favorite. Their logo is awesome. Like, yeah, black metal logos. Yeah, um, totally agree. Well, so speaking of Deftones, new Deftones album. Um, nice. Yeah. Ohms. Um, yeah. I mean, not much to say. I mean, I you know, it didn't show up on my uh, album of the year. Uh, oh yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because I think around then I just I tried to turn it on again. And I'm like, I just can't listen to this right now. Like, and it wasn't like I hated it. It was just like I just don't want to listen to this. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I've just been in the mood for some new Deftones, and th- this was a really good album of theirs. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely better than Gore. Uh, I actually had Koino Yokan on the other day, and um, even like I actually don't. I, I think that's actually a really good album. Uh, Gore, however, is just. A really really low point for them yeah as I, I just do you remember so i remember when um uh there was a staff member on heavy blog who was reviewing gore when it came out and i messaged him and i was like what do you think of it you know he's like dude it's like the best album they've made yet and i'm like okay you know it, it, this is this is before that, it came out so that, like that's an opinion yeah it will, oh so you hadn't heard it yet. i, I hadn't even yeah. heard it yet and so when i listened to it i'm like oh this isn't even close to that i'm like yeah this is this is this is like Deftones' worst album, like just without a doubt. Wow. Yeah, like, but this is such a return to form, and yeah, I mean, probably the worst album cover they've ever done, but still. Yeah, I'm not a not a big. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there's apparently like a whole thing behind the dots on this thing, but um, I I just I just don't care. It just doesn't. That's the aesthetic. It, it, it wasn't wasn't good. like people who. People like what it was. donated money to some sort of charity, maybe. Usually the dots like, was like a photo of them, or was it their name well, like, or something? Each or? dot is supposed to represent like a different person. Oh, so it's just it truly is just a dot, and it's just it's like it's a standard. Kind of like I, I guess they had something where you could like find your dot in a way. <laughs> find your dot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> it's, again, interesting. Not a great album cover, uh, but you know, good album though. 
Hmm. Yeah. And you said you're all out? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I still have a... Yeah, I have a few more. Um... Oh, uh, Thelonious Monk and Sonny Rollins. Uh, I I was looking for Monk's uh, Brilliant Corners um, because I always look for that album because mm-hmm. it's really good. But this is also really good. Um, there's some really great tracks on this thing, and it's just you know I, I mean you know but Monk's a um, you know an acquired taste kind of. <laughs> um, it's not something I can even listen to all the time. But I did. Sonny Rollins does a good job of kind of like bringing down that weird monkness to like a more palatable point um and i love the album cover too it's just you know that's really like cool. abstract yeah. you know I, I i love those like abstract jazz album covers those are always nice um oh <laughs> okay this one's funny uh satellite by pod okay <laughs> yeah um so i actually bought this long time ago because uh, I used to love a lot of the tracks on this thing so like uh, Alive Set It Off Youth of the Nation uh, a couple of these I, there's actually there's a track with uh, HR from Bad Brains on it um, yeah I know it, it's but here's the thing because like I think we can agree that pretty much most Christian music like in the, like the 90 percentile is just flat out awful <laughs> like and, you know, I, I, I don't want to be that person that's just like, oh, you know, all of this is awful. But, like, I, I I mean, just, I have parents who listen to it. And I can't speak too loudly about this. But it, it is just, like, it is so hard to find good Christian music. And, like, this is actually a band that is a Christian band that actually made a good album. Yeah. And so I'm just like, you know what? Props to them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's almost in a way, which I, I guess it makes sense but or there's a parallel there it's almost like you know like a christmas song when you hear it like there's just yeah and like it's harder to pin with like christian music but there's like there's there's something there's always there's this little judgmental like little tone there's always like some some like veneer over it that like as soon as you hear it like i think this is a religious band yeah um but yeah i mean I'm, i'm i can't say i've listened to them a lot but i know you've you've said that a lot that they when it comes to yeah, yeah. Uh, they, this album, and I think their debut, it's like Fundamental Elements of Southtown, is really good, too. Um, you know, I can't really say much about the rest of their stuff because I just haven't listened to it. Yeah. But I, I, I think this is a really good album. Even, like, I specifically remember, like, as a kid, uh, skipping through some of these because I just couldn't, like, take, like, the smaller, like, the uh, the slower songs. And, like, uh, there's they, some kind of, like, really low-key kind of tracks. And the r- ridiculous is, like kind of um reggae-ish so i was not a big fan of that song but uh you know listen to it all over again it was really like i actually really enjoy the album on the whole so um i also just remember that i don't know what my album of the week is going to be so (laughs) i've been like thinking about that like yeah i'll I'll Um, go first so so misfits uh earth ad such a yeah yeah i i was really on the fence about buying this but i'm like when am i gonna see a copy of this thing here again yeah and like it's it's fucking misfits and it's like it's misfits before danzig left so like you know it's gonna be good yeah i mean i i mean i've listened to this before but you know and I think this is yeah, but mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? It's on this. Yeah, no, so. die, die, my darling. Yeah, I, I mean, but mommy is probably like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. At least, mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? <laughs> and those um, the those two songs kind of get the most play, but there are some great great yeah. deep cuts on there. That that's it's a somewhat underrated Misfits album. I think people I, really. I, I feel like it's properly rated. You think so? Uh, well, just because like. I think part of what makes Misfits so good is Danzig. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have them basically doing thrash at this point. They're yeah. just, like, really hardcore punk. And, like, so you end up losing, you know, sort of the quality of his voice a little bit. Because sure. he's just going... <laughs> or like the whole thing. And, like, it works out in a good way. But, like, I would still probably rather listen to, like, Static Age or Walk Among Us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the last two are the same artist. Yes, they are. So uh, Los Angeles and Until the Quiet Comes by Flying Lotus. Sweet. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I think they have used versions in different Bono stores, but uh, didn't have it here. But I'm, I'm kind of okay with it because uh, I don't think, 
I think I'm, I have like every Flying Lotus album except for the new one, and I'm not getting that anyway. So, and I think there was he had a debut that I don't know what I don't even know what like label it's on, but um, I I don't even know if it's in print anymore, like that type of thing. But so like, yeah, I mean these are both really good. Anyway, I don't think I've listened to it until the Quiet comes like for a long time because I've always just been like Cosmograma, yeah, kind of. But both these are really good, and um, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. This is a weird thing, but uh, both of these came out on Warp, mm-hmm. if I remember right. But Flying Lotus's founder, Brain Feeder, you ever find that weird? That is interesting. Yeah, like you, wouldn't you think that you would release your own album? I mean, I feel like that's part of the reason why artists create their own label is yeah. to release their own music. So that's what that's I mean. Interesting. Well, I, I think Brain Feeder was, was like a co-production, like it was him and someone else, and actually that other person, I think. Recently passed away. Oh, if I remember right. Um, th- there's actually a really good uh, book on like this whole scene, like whole Brain Vader scene called um, I think it's like Bedroom Beats and B Sides. I think it's called. Uh, I I really want to read sometime, but yeah. So these are our last two, and um, I'm actually really psyched to for into the quiet comes because I was, I was looking into it a little more. Apparently, like he. It's like not like a concept album, but it's like inspired by like lucid dreaming and oh, stuff like cool. that. And and like that just like that that alone sells me on this yeah. thing, even though, you know, it's it's flying lotus and it's pre pre flamagra flying lotus, so you know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you, you you bought me a copy of uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, and I I had never even heard anything from that album and it just that's it's oh, such a good such a good record. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know if you do you pay attention to the Quietus at all? The website? No. They just did uh, because they'll do like a, I think they call it like the Hot like Twelve or something like that, uh, where like they'll get somebody to talk about like their like twelve favorite albums or whatever, and they just did one with Fantano, um, and Los Angeles was actually on that, and it just kind of reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah, I, like all time favorite. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I, 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 that's I, high praise. I guess I, I think it's billed as like twelve of their favorite oh, albums, okay. but like. I mean, the f- considering just how much he reviews and how much stuff he's listened to, that that's even on there yeah. is pretty cool. But there are some other ones that I'm like, why is this on here? Like, um, like Betty Davis, uh, Betty Davis's self-titled album. Which I, have you ever listened to Betty Davis? No, I haven't. Um, she's interesting. It it, it it's like funk rock. I, you know what? I I after this episode's over, I'm just gonna play the first track off of her self-titled album because. Okay. It is just like she has one of the most like raspy timbres I've ever heard in a musician, and it's just like I don't really know if I like it or not. But yeah. it's it you kind of it, it's interesting. She has an interesting story. Yeah. Um. Actually, Mike Judge had this um show on Cinemax called um uh Tales from the Tour Bus, I think. It's like animated. Like I really suggest watching it. Actually, mm-hmm. you can find it online. Um, but so the first season was like all country musicians and just talking about like them, like sort of like their careers. And the second second season was all about funk. And uh, so they finished off with the Betty Davis episode. But they also did like um, they you know they they had like a George Clinton episode, uh, Booty Collins episode even. Uh, they did like a two part Rick James, uh, which was. Really, really difficult to watch the second part. Really? Just, yeah. Oh, man. Just, like, he got into some real shit, wow. like, near the end of his life. Just, like, you know, he ended up having to go to prison for a little bit. Uh, because, I mean, he assaulted... Like, he was, he was like, torturing people. Like, Yikes. like, literally, like, torturing people. And, uh, and just got really caught up in drugs and all this stuff. Yeah. And just, like, you know, he, I guess he was going to start recording or touring or something like that and then he was just dead and it was just like yeah rough rough stuff uh james brown uh they did a two-part game for the same thing with the second part of james brown very difficult to watch yeah uh i didn't know he had such a rough like late career uh yeah there was some there's some re- like if you really want to cringe there is like this one james brown interview on tv where it is like very clear he is just not completely there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty pretty That's difficult. Sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, anyway, though, so 
Albums of the week. Albums of the week. I'm still trying to figure out mine. Yeah. Uh, but do you have yours down? Yeah, by I, chance? I, I do. Okay. So I, um, I definitely got to the point where I, I, I I'm not going to be puritanical about my CD collection. Like, if there's, <laughs> if there's something I want to buy that you know maybe isn't doesn't have all, like all the street cred or like doesn't fit my my aesthetic. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to listen to what I want to listen to. And I remember I went to Newbury Comics. Um, I think it was like right around Christmas, but like I, I've, I've been still have this in the car. Um, and I just have a lot of sentimental sentimentality around this album. It was a big, big band to help me get into metal. Um, and I was like, you know what, when I saw it, I, I want to buy it. And it's volume three by Slipknot. <laughs> like there are just so many songs that I remember playing over and over and over again in middle school and high school. And you just, like, just dug it out of the collection? The no, I, 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 I never... I don't think I've ever owned it. Um, like, oh, oh, like right, a, right, right. A while, a while back, I bought the first Slipknot album because I was like, well, that that's a classic at this point. Like, I'll, I'll allow myself that. And then... <laughs> and then Iowa. Because, no, I, yeah, you know, but then, because... then I bought Iowa and Volume 3 because, like, I want to... And I actually, I think people sometimes argue if... Iowa or their self-titled is their best album. I think Volume Three is better than Iowa. I think is, is Iowa... Volume Three the one with the zip mouth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the only thing I will say about Volume Three is, um, I think I think it was after Iowa, um, Corey Taylor really like fucked up his vocal cords. Like when we were in the car, we were talking about how, you know, how to scream properly. Uh, he did not know how either. Um, yeah. So you could definitely tell like the way he. T- delivered his vocals both singing and screaming changed significantly on volume mm. three because he you know fucked up his vocal cords um and there's some <laughs> like the intro to before i forget where he's just like go it's like so it's so lame <laughs> it's just like really um Wait, i'm sure remember what was before i forget in um it was guitar in guitar, yeah, yeah it was, okay because yeah. i i remember listening to that song being like this is what slipknot's like oh it's it's easily the word i mean it's it makes a lot of sense why that got a lot of play um, on like because it, it's the, the, the most, most accessible radio, yeah so. probably the most successful song they've ever it's the most like accessible heavy song but I think Duality is a much better like ex- like more melodic um, but I remember I was so obsessed with uh, um, obsessed with Slipknot back in the day <laughs> I remember that too yeah. like I remember the first time I ever saw you in high school was you with that giant ass Slipknot t-shirt yeah. and you know my, my first thought was just like what an asshole! Yeah, no, and, you know that was that was warranted. Remember, no. I, really, I really wanted no. it from Hot Topic, and the only size they had was a size too big, so I was like super baggy. It, and, I, and I was I hadn't filled out then, so I was I was a really skinny. <laughs> I was a skinny lanky kid with this giant like XL sweatshirt, super dumb. You know, and then every night you you watch that uh, Limp Biscuit uh, that 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 live version of Break Stuff, where <laughs> where they you know like causes the Woodstock riots. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, oh man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some genuinely great songs on that, like you know, "Blister Exists," uh, "Pulse of the Maggots," um, and I feel like they don't need dedicated members for it. But their music is just is so percussive. Like I don't know yeah. if they need an extra two people on stage to like bang trash cans and stuff. <laughs> but like, definitely, it feels like they just come ha- on. Sean Crahan has to feel involved. You've got to honor his feelings. I don't. I don't know if they. I don't know if they like you know like like dub it or if they um if they truly recorded it. But like it feels like there's extra toms, extra bass drums. Like it just feels a lot. Like it's an army of percussionists. Um, it's just it's really. I think it adds an interesting element to it. Um, yeah. I mean, not not gonna be digging my Slipknot shirt out of the out of the bin anytime soon. But uh, I'm definitely. I was. It was nice to take a trip down memory lane. And Do you still a, have that shirt? I don't know if I still have that. that was, uh, That's fine. You can let that go. I had some Slipknot shirts. That Slipknot, I don't think I have those anymore. I don't know if I have that Slipknot sweatshirt because it was really beat up by the time I stopped yeah. wearing it. Like, really, like, the strings are gone. It's really, like, tattered. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I used to have a cup of a, uh, I used to have a Master Puppets t-shirt mm-hmm. and, like, that thing is just gone. Yeah. Know? Like, just, like, ripped to hell because I yeah. just wore it so much. Like, that was probably, like, a once-a-week wear. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's like most of my clothes because I just don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, so albums of the week. Um, I just look through because I always keep a list of stuff I listen to. Uh, and I have uh, this album on the car at the moment, and I think it's 
you know, we've talked about this. I think it's the best hip hop album of the last decade. Uh, it's Trusty Exhibition by Danny Brown. Nice. So yeah, I uh, just. I think I was driving yesterday and just like, you know, uh, Rolling Stone is just like, I mean, just every track on that thing is great. But like the first half is really interesting. Just like how it just like you go from like that madness of downward spiral into just like, I don't know, how do you even describe Rolling Stone? Because it's not like, like just like and that's like the whole album, though. It's just yeah. like it's just filled with like these really strange moments that like shouldn't work. But, like, they do. He makes them work. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, I mean, even uh, driving to, like, pick up, like, some, like, lunch the other day, just, like, really dough out of the car. Really and just dough, like, yeah. Really dough. Yeah. They say, you got the city on fire, <laughs> you know? And, like, you know, credit to Kendrick for, like, making that song work. So Yeah. That, that, that's one of my favorite stories about the recording session is that, like, he, they were trying to you know, they were trying to make, figure out what to do with the beat. I think they, they had the beat and didn't know what to do. Yeah, and, isn't that like Black Milk, too? Yeah, and, like, yeah. they really liked it, but they couldn't figure it out, and then Kendrick just came in and recorded um, recorded that hook, and they were like, There we go. Boom, that's Fuck it, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of kind of the same thing with, uh, it's funny how that works. Uh, the song My High off of Disclosure's new album, which is easily the best thing they've done in a while, Um it was the same thing with uh, Amine. I hate his name. I want to say anime. <laughs> yeah. It's Amine. He, he recorded, uh, like, Don't Fuck With, My High. And, like, once he did that, like, the entire song came I, together. Like, yeah, it's, you gotta love how that shit works. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Uh, so, kind of off topic, do you think Kendrick will actually put out an album this year? I don't know. Like, I feel like the reception to Damn was... I feel like he got a little too up his own ass and he, he knows it. <laughs> He's already been like, there. But, 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 it's been there. It's been there his entire but especially, fucking career. Especially, like, fuck, fucking bringing, bringing you two, like, on. And then especially that that performance of the MTV, like, the VMAs, where it was it was him and then he brought you two on stage and had all these dancers and then they had, like, comedy breaks with Dave Chappelle. Like that, what? Yeah, it was, it was a really messy performance. So, I don't know. I, I think that... I also feel like he has enough, like cachet or like enough built up in the community that like he could take a while to release a new project um i don't know i mean i think he needs to do some soul searching because i really didn't like damn like I, I i was not a i was not a fan i mean in some cases in some instances it felt like he was trying to reset and like not do to Pimp butterfly part two but then in other instances it felt like he was trying to do you know yeah you know part two so i don't know i mean i still my favorite is still Good Kid, Mad City. Like I personally, that that's I mean maybe you could say Tipping Butterfly is his you know quote unquote best album, but like, yeah. I just think Good Kid, Mad City is more. It's just more fun to listen to. Like I like the beats better. I, I think that's not totally depressing. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it tells a narrative that has a lot more ups and downs, and it really tells the life you know like the narrative of like life in Compton. Um, and just in general, I think there's a little bit more. I really like the beats on Tiffin Butterfly, but I think it's a little one note or like one one lane, whereas I think it's a little bit more depth on to get you know Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, like, just yeah, I was just thinking of it because I I was looking at those like anticipated albums lists and like that's always up there. Yeah, I think just because everyone wants to hear to Kendrick, like every, every year he doesn't release an album, it's like, well, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Huh? Yeah. Huh? All right. So. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Yeah. So, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh iTunes, pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, We're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about, or questions, anything like that, uh, be sure to email us. Yeah. Uh, we're at, at Seishura Podcast on Twitter. And our email, I think, is Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye. Bye.